Hello and welcome to Media Business on the Michigan Business Network. My name is Tony Conley and I'm your host. So glad to be here with you. We've got a very special guest today. It's the summer season. It's the travel season. So who better to talk with than Dave Lorenz of Pure Michigan. He's the vice president of travel when it comes to working with the MEDC and other folks. Dave, how are you? Doing okay. And it's great to talk to you about the business of travel because most people Mm -hmm. think about traveling around the state, thankfully, as that time of the year that you just have a great time with your friends and family and you see new things and diverse places and people and that perfect place that we call Pure Michigan. But in reality, travel and tourism is a huge business for Michigan. It accounts for hundreds of thousands of jobs, millions of dollars in taxes, billions of dollars in spending. There's a reason why Travel Michigan is a division of the Michigan Economic Development Corporation, because travel is a really important part of that big puzzle that we call the economy. And without it, We just simply wouldn't make it. Even as though we're a big manufacturing and agriculture state, we wouldn't be able to do it without travel and tourism. Dave, Dave, talk about travel, especially into Michigan prior to COVID and post-COVID. We had been going through several strings of successes with the Pure Michigan program, working with all of our colleagues around the state, you know, the private sector, the convention visitors bureaus and chambers of commerce and all of our partners out there. We had had, I think, three consecutive years of record growth of travel spending and travel volume. And remember, every time we bring somebody in from outside of the state, when they spend money, that's export dollars. So that's new money to the state. And those dollars were also increasing all that spending. The international business was just blooming very well. In fact, China, after three or four years of marketing to China, had become our number one overseas market. And then COVID hit. And you look at, of course, all the challenges we're all aware of and all the sadness and the loss and all that. But if you look at just the business issues, We lost thousands of restaurants. We lost many other travel businesses because they simply weren't able to make it, even with all the state and federal assistance. They just couldn't do it. But here's the good thing. We're starting to come back and we're coming back strongly this year. We have a good budget, a budget that we needed for this year. I asked for a $30 million budget for Pure Michigan. We received it from the administration and the legislature. So was thrilled to see that. And so that allowed us to do our job to remind people, hey, folks, we're open for business. You can travel again and you can do it safely and you can have a really good time. And the great news is that our businesses are coming back. We do have some big challenges, though. You know, we have challenges with employees still not coming back and some other things. So we're still dealing with all that. We're not going to be to those 2019 levels for a while on spending or volume. And there are several reasons for it. People are ready to travel, but you look at this combination of not having enough employees so you can fully open yet on top of all these inflationary pressures. And there are still some people out there still skeptical and challenged you know, for traveling because of COVID. So It's going to take us a while, but we're getting there. And I think we're going to be to those 2019 levels and then continue to grow sooner than it seems. David, I know it's not your responsibility, but if you were suggesting to business owners, those travel agencies, the resorts, the hotels, golf courses, the restaurants, how do they get people to come back to work? 
Yeah, it's a combination of things. We've done a lot of research on this. I'm on the executive board for U.S. Travel Association, so I have access to some really unique data. And what we know is, contrary to what most people believe, it's not just about salaries. People say, well, just pay people more. They'll come back to work. It's not just that. You bet everybody wants to make more money. And frankly, everybody needs more money because of these inflationary issues. But the truth of it is, we need to learn how to become better employers. And I'm not just saying that for the travel industry, for all of us. People need to know what they're doing makes a difference, that what they're doing is important and that they're serving people. That's so much more important than most of us recognize. And I think if you ask yourself why you do what you do, and if you really get serious, you'll say the same thing. We also need to make sure that they know they're appreciated, they're valued by their employers, and by their customers and guests. So that's just the beginning. There are other issues, but that's a big part of it. So if we can get our employers to really do all they can to make sure their employees are really valued and welcome back, they will come back. And it'll take a little time still, but they're going to come back. We're talking with Dave Lorenz from Pure Michigan. We've got lots to cover, but when we come back, Dave... I want to talk a little bit about travel in Michigan and how the media has covered that. And we'll do that next here on Media Business on the Michigan Business Network. Sonair has been advancing communities and providing opportunities for people in Michigan for more than 25 years. Through lending, investments, and the creation of homes and jobs, Sonair has made a combined $7 billion impact on the communities they serve. Learn more at www.sonair.com. Welcome back to Media Business. I'm Tony Conley. This is the Michigan Business Network. We're lucky to talk with Dave Lorenz. He's with Pure Michigan. Dave, when we talk about COVID, when we talk about travel in Michigan, business in Michigan, from your perspective, how has the local, state, and national media covered what's going on here in Michigan? Has it been good? Has it been bad? Have they been helped? Have they been open and honest? What's your take? Well, that's a big question. I'll try to summarize. And it's changed over time because with so many issues today, and I'll speak as a former reporter. I was a reporter for 14 years in another lifetime, lifetimes ago. But I can tell you back then, our role was, and we knew it, to try not to allow our own personal biases and prejudices to get in the way of reporting. Unfortunately, I think that so many reporters today are inserting their own opinions and things. And so the challenge is, and I think they do this with all good intentions, by the way, this advocacy journalism that we're now dealing with, but it causes challenges for destination, causes challenges for the truth. Because what happens is, instead of getting other people's opinions and reporting on a balanced kind of reporting structure where, okay, you get the pros and you get the cons, and then people can make their own decision on maybe what's really happening out there. It's somewhere in between almost always. What happens is people find the news that they want to believe in. So they go to the conservative or the liberal or whatever. And so what that does is it causes all this confusion, all this misunderstanding, all this disinformation. So what we try to do at Travel Michigan and at the entire MEDC, by the way, is try to make sure that people really understand what's happening in the worlds that we live in, in the economic development worlds and in the travel promotion world and such. 
So we're trying to make sure that we tell the real story that, hey, we know we're not perfect. No way. We're not a perfect destination. We're not a perfect place. But as long as you're always trying to reach that next level and trying to get to the closest you can get to perfect, that's the goal. And we make mistakes along the way. So yes, challenges occur. And as COVID hit and the pandemic hit, our big challenge and concern was to get the real news out that you could travel safely eventually and you know follow all the safety procedures and protocols that we helped to put into place. So we reached out to 400 of our travel industry friends out there and we said, okay, how do we get people to be able to feel safe in restaurants and hotels and attractions and sports venues and live events like concerts? And we put together all the safety protocols. And I think that really helped because the media then had professional advice that they could then get the word out on. And then people could actually not hear opining, but real facts. I think that really helped to get people back to traveling again and feel comfortable traveling again. And uh, so now we're at this next iteration, now that we've moved from the pandemic into the endemic stage. And now we just need to do our best job to continue to tell the real story about what's really happening out there. Hey, we admit that you're not going to get into your favorite restaurant as quickly as you did before, or maybe you won't get served as quickly. These are the types of things that we're trying to make sure people understand, telling the truth and asking people to be patient. You know, restaurants, hotels, whatever you're dealing with, be patient. They're doing their best. And if you think about it, these people are not only serving us, literally serving us, but they're the ones working. So when we go in there and we have all these challenges of not getting food quickly, or maybe as hot as we want it, or whatever it is, just take a breath. I'm just begging with people, just treat people with dignity and respect, and we'll get through this quicker than you might think. Well, with me, David, if I can get a cocktail or a beer in my hand, it's all downhill from there. You're in the right <laughs> place. You're the craft beer capital. You're, you know, great wineries, great distilleries. We have it all here. I wanted to ask you a little bit more about business and travel and politics and how that's relevant in regards to the Green New Deal and people on one side of the fence saying, we've got to do this and we've got to do that and business going, yeah, but that sounds okay, but we're going too fast. How do you deal with that when you talk about travel and vacationing? Well, the great thing is the travel industry is not you know, far right. We're not far left. We're not partisan because at the most essential ways, we're the people in the middle saying, hey, you guys over there in those corners, you're welcome here. And we're not going to take sides because we're going to accept you the way you are. And let's just meet in between. And let's, through travel, get to understand and appreciate and accept each other's opinions and thoughts. That's what travel does. It brings us together. It is truly the opportunity to bring people together and to mingle and to have these connections where we can get out of that political stuff and just simply be together. Dave, it seems like people are really missing the boat when you talk about recreation and travel when it comes to business, because uh, creating those relationships, creating that trust, getting to know people obviously makes relationships and business easier. But I think people have kind of forgotten that. Yeah, I know you got to go to a break, but happy to talk about that in the next segment. All right, we'll, we'll do that. When we come back, we're talking with Dave Lorenz from Pure Michigan. You could tell he's a media guy because he knows when it's time to go to break. I'm Tony Conley. This is Media Business on the Michigan Business Network. 
Physicians Health Plan is local. For 35 years, we've been a part of your community, and we take pride in helping you get the coverage, care, and personal service you deserve. Go to phpmichigan.com for more information. We're the health plan that works for you. This is the Michigan Business Network. I'm Tony Conley, and you're listening to Media Business. We're talking with Dave Lorenz from Pure Michigan, and Dave and I were just about to dive into really talking about how important creating relationships is in business and how travel and recreation can help us do that. Talk about that, Dave. Yeah, you know, there's so many reasons why we need to find ways to connect both professionally and personally today. And we're in such a divided world, and not just with politics. I think COVID, and if you look at the studies, there's real research out there that shows that COVID has changed us in a lot of ways. But here's some of the good things that happened that can help bring us together. COVID changed our desires in the way we want to travel. It's changing our travel patterns. So not only do we still want to go back to those places that we've always loved, those popular places, we want to see our friends and family, which we've always wanted to see in the past, at least for a short amount of time. (laughs) But we also now have a greater interest and desire to see new places, discover more diverse places, meet new people along the way. Now, this provides us with a tremendous opportunity to deal with a very big challenge in this state and all throughout the country. We've all had these racial justice issues that have popped up and they've always been with us, but they certainly came up during this pandemic. Travel has always brought people together. And so what we're trying to do is encourage people to challenge their perception, to go to places where people appear to be different than themselves, however you want to define that, skin color, religion, sex, age, whatever. Go to places where people appear to be different from you. And I'll tell you what you'll find, because I found it every time I've done this over my life, is that people may look different, may sound different, may appear different. But in the most essential and important ways, we are all the same. We have different lifestyles and different life experiences, but we all want a better life for our kids and grandkids. Through travel, through this travel immersion in other people's culture, We understand that. Mark Twain said that travel is fatal to bigotry, prejudice, and narrow-mindedness. What an awesome way to put it. He knew way back then that if we travel more and if we open up our minds to other people's cultures and experiences, maybe we'll better understand each other. And let's just pray to God that's the case. All right, Dave, I want you to brag a little bit here because Travel and Leisure listed their 15 best islands in the continental U.S. I want you to brag a little bit now. It's a big deal. Travel and Leisure is a huge, huge magazine for the travel industry. They have around 5 million readers, something like that. And, you know, the thing is, we invest a lot of money in telling the world about Pure Michigan, but we just simply don't have enough money to invest in all the ways that we would like. So to get this type of recognition, a testimonial like this from a magazine, which is revered as the guide for travel, not only in the US, but around the world, it's a big deal. So people who have never heard about Mackinac Island before, I know it's hard for us Michiganders to think about, 
they're going to say, well, hey, I got to check out this Mackinac Island. Well, you don't just end up in Mackinac Island. You're going to drive through either the lower or the upper peninsula to get there most likely. That's how most people get there. You might take a cruise ship. A lot of people are doing that these days. Another conversation for another day. And we're excited about that. But these things are huge, and we're really proud about it. At the same time, Tony, I don't know if you heard, but Detroit also was given a great accolade last week when they announced that Detroit is one of the 2022 world's greatest places. Now, time, they have a readership of 20 million people. So when these types of publications and media sources who look beyond all that political stuff we talked about earlier. And they don't just look for, I don't know, the common thread that most people do. In other words, here's the kind of secret. A lot of these folks, if you buy advertising for them, you end up in a ranking. In this case, these were real editors and publishers who were giving their opinion and were really thrilled about it because it goes a long way. And Dave, I think folks in Michigan forget about Michigan. I'm from Mount Clemens. I was a nightclub DJ who worked in clubs in Big Rapids and East Lansing, in Detroit, in Atlanta, in Houston, in Cancun. And of all the places I've been and spun records, the most fun I ever had was in Michigan because the bars and restaurants were just phenomenal. And I think sometimes we forget about not only Michigan, but just going out and having fun. I've had opportunities to leave the state for other jobs over my last 40 years in my career. And I looked at them for a minute, but I've also had a lot of time to travel. More travel gets to appreciate where you live. Get out there mostly in Michigan, but travel the world as well, you're going to come back. And Dave, if folks want to know more about Pure Michigan, where do they go? We always say your trip begins at michigan.org. So check that out. And then follow us on the social media channels as well. Pinterest, Facebook, Twitter. We're even on TikTok today. Can you believe it? (laughs) <laughs> Look at you getting to the kids. I love it. Yeah, Dave yeah. I'm going to be dancing <laughs> with those cats before you know it. <laughs> Dave Lorenz is with Pure Michigan. Dave, we appreciate you so much. Thank you, sir. Thanks, Tony. You're listening to Media Business on the Michigan Business Network. I'm Tony Conley. We'll see you next time.